Mr. Mark's Classroom. This is the podcast dedicated to intentional leadership in childhood ministry. Mr. Mark's goal is to resource you with tools, ideas, and a passion for leading kids to become lifelong followers of Jesus. So let's get this episode rolling with the man that champions kids ministry today, Mr. Mark Jones. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Mr. Mark's Classroom. I'm Mark Jones, and I want to share with you some ideas that might help with classroom management. As I'm observing in the classes that I have here at my own church, I I see there's a couple of things that we really could pay attention to, and maybe we um, have been neglecting. And we would be able to engage children even greater if we could put some of these things in order. First of all, let me just talk about classroom arrangement. In preschool, we have children's uh, furniture that is for each age, for each size, uh, that is appropriate for them. But there's a lot of different equipment in preschool that's different than elementary. So we have a home living center, a block center, we have the art center often is a an easel, maybe it's tables. Most of the time, it's near a sink, uh, so we get access to be able to clean up. Um, we have a science uh, area, a shelf even, uh, and then a home living course. We use like the stove and sink, uh, the doll crib, the little little chairs and and table. But you could add in that an ironing board the refrigerator, the cupboard, there's most anything, uh, the doll crib, you know, we have that and the the vinyl dolls. Uh, All of those type of things are used for role play or home living is what we call it. So I, it doesn't have to be that in churches. It, it most, most of the time it goes to that because in the children's life experience, that's what they've learned is at home they see mom and dad and what they do. And so we are able to uh, actually uh, see the kids role play and even be the voices of the parents or of the baby uh, as they're doing that role play. And that's really pretty cool when you see children's uh, drama that's kind of going on. That's fun. Uh, elementary kids love drama too. It's just expressed a little differently. And so whenever we see our, our preschoolers uh, having those those type of, of times, we, we might see some children who won't engage in that. Please know it doesn't always have to be a stove and a sink. You, you can cover that and it can be the eye doctor. Uh, it can be the fruit stand. Oh, by the way, I just saw a great picture. I posted it on my Instagram. Uh, and I, if you're not following me on Instagram, go ahead and do that. It's Mr. Mark's class. And I, I took a picture of it. They had made pumpkins and it was just a a bag that they kind of wadded up. They stuffed it and then they twisted it to make the stem and they painted the outside orange to be the pumpkin. They painted the stem brown and green, Uh, but they just tied it off and you could tie a leaf on there if you want, but they, they put it on the floor in a row, three in a row. And they, they wound up some, um, green bulletin board paper to be like stems and to be between the rows. And uh, so then they had a cash register and some other fruit things. 
but you could go and pick a pumpkin <laughs> and buy it at their fruit stand. It was really cute, but she took apart, the teacher just took those pieces apart from the the kitchen and like she moved the stove over she put some paper over it it was just the counter now to be able to walk up and buy the uh the fruit or the pumpkin that they had and so you can arrange those pieces and make it whatever you want one of my favorite things that i ever did with that was um we had a wagon in there one day and we were talking about Sarah and Abraham were moving to the land that God was giving them. And um, we said, okay, it's moving day. We got to pack all this stuff up. And so we were packing it up. We had bubble wrap and tissue paper and boxes. And we were packing up every little bit of the stuff in the dishes and everything, you know, and we put them all in the wagon. We walked around the room and came back and said, oh, we're here. This is our new house. Let's all move in. And so we started unloading the wagon, taking everything out putting it all up and we must've moved that stuff around the room. So, I don't know, four or five times that morning, just because we had so much fun moving. And um, anyway, it's just role play. And if you can facilitate that, you will and, and engage in it yourself. You'll see all the other preschoolers that want to be a part of it as well. So that's a lot of fun. Now um, your room arrangement with preschool is that you're going to have, you're going to have, um, tables and shelves that will peninsula out from the wall, even in the center of the room, rugs and, and sitting areas, because these children are early childhood learning and they're learning in centers. So they're learning through play and everything that we do in those centers always will uh, point back to the Bible truth that we're teaching that day. So it's always going to be a segue to talk about the Bible story. And we, we really talk about the Bible story over and over and over all morning long when we're teaching them. We just reinforce it again and again, tell the story again, tell it again. And uh, those, those connections will be made with the Bible truth, those foundational stories. So it's all done through play and we have to set the room up in such a way it's in centers or if it's all flat and against the wall, they'll just run. It'll just be a skating rink or running with the bulls. So be sure that you have the room arranged correctly for early childhood. Now, when you get to the elementary, it's not so much. Uh, matter of fact, we don't have all of that equipment. Our supplies is, is usually just consumable supplies that we would use. Uh, maybe there's games like Bible skill games that every room is equipped with, but everything we have pretty much is flat and against the wall. If it's just shelves or Bibles, uh, storage like that, no problem. Then we have tables in the room with chairs around them, and they need to be mobile. Like we need to be able to move the chairs and play a game, physical game. Like we could, we could, it's not going to be playground games, but we can at least be getting up and moving. Physical learning is a big deal. And you got growing kids, you have boys with muscles that need to be stretched, girls that need to be stretched, and you need to have physical movement in your class. So if it is hopping, if it's uh, having to just bend over or squat or stretch, Whatever it may be, as long as it engages gross motor skills or large muscle groups, then you're going to engage the learning in what they're doing. Maybe it's putting something in order. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I know often 
when I'm teaching kids, we are putting stuff together on the ground. We're, we're standing up at the tables trying to get stuff put together or create it so that we, it, we can learn what it is the verse says or, or how whatever it is we're learning. You, you just need to engage them that way. And what I say is your room should have like three tables. And of course, it depends on how many children you have. Uh, and as the children come in, they know which table they're supposed to be at, and they can begin learning right away. They can start the work as soon as they get there. And then when we get to our Bible study time, I'm going to pull them. I'm talking uh, kindergarten, first grade, all the way up, fifth and sixth grade. We're going to come over to uh, the circle time, and, and they can have their chairs around a semicircle facing me. I'll have my Bible, my my. Uh, items are right here with me and I can lead through the Bible study. The problem that I see is I am finding more and more teachers pushing their tables together like a big conference room table, like a big conference room table and all sitting around it. And they never get up. They, those children come in and are expected to sit there for an, an entire hour. Now, just so you'll know, a conference room table sitting around it, that's how senior adults like to go to Sunday school. That's, that's how old men want to go to Sunday school. That's how they study the Bible. And I'm not knocking them. That's how they do it. But that's not how children do it. So just because you're the most comfortable doing that, it does not mean that children are. They would rather be engaged with physical learning, and they, they would more be more in tune with you and not at a table if they were sitting in chairs around you. I dare you to try this. You just test it and see. They can hold their Bible in their lap. They can look at you. You can engage them better when you're trying to tell the story and getting their noses back in the Bible to tell you what a verse says. You just need to set it up that way and go it up. You try it and see if you have more kids engaged and enjoying their learning time in the classroom. I, I just challenge you to arrange your class that way. And you may have a whole bunch of stuff in there. It just needs to go to the trash. Maybe you are a hoarder and you need to quit it. Like, I don't know. There is some teachers who just collect, collect, collect. And your classroom cannot take all of that you're eating up your square footage with everything you're dragging in there. See if you can clean it out, make it feel fresh and clean, and then arrange your room that it will give you the best uh, for what you're doing. And you watch, you'll be able to guide behavior much easier because you've got a game plan and a room that's arranged to do it. I hope you'll give it a try. Please let me know. I'd love to hear a comment from you and what you think. Maybe you think your kids are senior adults. I don't know. You're wrong, but you might feel that way. Let me know. You can leave me a comment. Uh, you can see this at my channel, at YouTube, also on iTunes. Leave us a rating, and it helps us stay in front of people who are looking for this type of thing and getting the training and the encouragement that they need. Listen, your life and ministry is a gift. And I want you to go and make it count. That's it for this episode of Mr. Mark's Classroom. We invite you to leave your questions or comments on the show notes at mrmarksclassroom.com. Until next time, remember your ministry to children is a gift with eternal value. So go and make it count. count.